the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents. Take a seat and buckle up, folks, because Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn are here to violate your ear holes with more indie wrestling, pop culture, and pee-pee humor than you could possibly mentally or emotionally prepare for. You're here for reviews, interviews, nonsense, and more nonsense. It's the IndieCast! Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndieCast. Uh, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, David Starr with us. Uh, uh, I get Since he's a co-host, the official fifth co-host and our uh, Alec Baldwin of the show, I'm just going to throw him right into the know. intro with it with everybody here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and uh, this week, guys, we have uh, the WrestleMania weekend extravaganza. Uh, so uh, Shelly is going to get forced to watch a lot of wrestling this weekend here at... Uh, IndieCast headquarters here in Tampa, and David's going to wrestle a lot during uh, during WrestleMania weekend, and we'll talk about that. Uh, David, welcome back on, by the way. Uh, it's too bad I haven't heard any news about you recently, so I hope everything's yeah, okay with you. It's been real quiet. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're, quiet. you're always so quiet and, and, and reserved that, I mean, exactly. it's not like anything's been major going on, so. It's kind of my it's kind of my thing. Everyone's been telling me i got to add a little bit more spice. Yeah, uh, you know. To, to, to everything that I do, you know, I got to stay away from just, uh, you know, just going to add something special, do something that's going to get people talking. But I really just kind of um, just go out there. Don't really want to disturb anybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't want to don't want to be too polarizing or anything like right. that. So uh, I, I try not to ruffle any feathers. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's if there's nothing that's been the definition of David Starr, it's not wrestling, not ruffling too many feathers here. So. By the way, no, no, really no. like the new shirt. Gotta say, top. Bottom. Yeah, yeah, Shelly, I got to show Shelly your uh, your your uh, progressive Jew shirt that you have right now, and uh, Shelly about lost it. That was her possibly her favorite thing that she's seen in a while. So I really oh, want one oh, of those shirts. Well, <laughs> so. well, you know, I haven't, um, I haven't, not, I haven't printed more than one. I literally <laughs> only have one of those shirts. Oh uh, no. So the thing that's up for that's kind of up for debate is I was in I was in uh, contact with a pretty popular uh, American Jewish organization that is in favor of you know equality in uh, the state of Israel and they and I sent them and I, we were talking we went back and forth a little bit about this whole story and the stuff that's been going on and uh, I sent them my shirt so I think that if I was gonna sell them. I think you would have to go, like, a major portion of the proceeds would have to go to some sort of charitable organization. But, uh, like, for instance, with the, the other one that I did, the Sinclair is scared with the sensor bar over my uh, face. We I raised over, like, $1,500 for that ch- Children of Peace organization already. Good deal. Uh, oh, that's just cool. Just for that. So, yeah, so it's... It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. So as long as I'm happy that you know I've been able to bring some light to a good thing, you know, like Sinclair Broadcasting being evil, and <laughs> um, and raise money for a good cause. That's so it's you know best of both worlds. Exactly. So, Keep it keeping it calm and even. No waves. Right. No waves. <laughs> no, no waves. No ruffled feathers. Right. Yeah. So. Exactly, exactly. I don't think it ruffles feathers to call an, uh, you know, a far right wing extremist corporate propaganda machine um, a far right wing extremist corporate propaganda machine. I don't think that really ruffles feathers. The only thing that we really learned, I think, as or at least I did, is that conservatives need safe spaces too. That, that was kind of 
that was kind of about it, you know. Yeah. I, I, but it didn't ruffle any feathers, you know. It's just kind of we learned something new. We learned how sensitive. Well, I, uh, how sensitive they can be. I, I do good. believe that, even though obviously on this show today we have a progressive Jew, uh, an old atheist, and a uh, African American Buddhist. David still preaching to the choir that yeah, somehow wouldn't be in the room at all. But <laughs> but go figure, that's the way we're going with it because he's not he's not wrong in our opinion, but that's that's us. So we don't there need we safe go. we don't need a safe space though. So. Uh but where we might where where my wife might need a safe space is the large amount of wrestling she's gonna have to watch this weekend. So, honey, I apologize in advance, and not only you get to get to watch it, we get to talk about it for the next hour. So let's well, uh well, as this will get fleshed out, yes, I'm I'm more excited about some of the things that are coming before the big show. Right. I have to say, I might be one of those that is a little, it's a little underwhelming sometimes, uh, the big show on, on Sunday. Well, I'm so. very interested to, I've got a few questions about the big show in a little bit, but well, no, and not Paul White, but are the we, actual. Are we, why, are we, why are we treating, are we treating, Treating WrestleMania like it's Super Bowl, like is that something we're not allowed to say anymore? I think so. But that's definitely how Shelly was treating it now. So I wasn't—I was going to let it go for a little bit. I—I was enjoying it for the moment, but um, but aren't you just supposed to point at the sign? You're not allowed to say the words. You're just supposed to point at the sign. Just point. That's all it is. Yeah. And if anybody, I think. Healthcare or yes. uh, things like that. I think, like that. I think that's fine. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I am not surprised to see you uh, celebrating that as well. And I, I again, I agree with it. And coming from an obvious non wrestler perspective, um, for those that didn't get to end, Shelly, you didn't get to see this yet. Um, so John Oliver on his HBO show mm-hmm. um, always has like one topic that he covers for the entire show, uh, and he decided to come after Vince McMahon and the fact of how he lists his wrestlers as uh, contractors, basically, and not actual employees, so he doesn't have to give them health care. Oh, yeah. And do I any mean, of that stuff. Um, or, which, or help provide, or help provide like, pensions or yeah. a lot of No retirement plans. Retirement. Yeah, none yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't even think he uh, officially, for the most part, I, I think, like, I think, I don't know, I've never, but I don't think they even pay for that much of the, like, the travel, right? I mean, I think they still have to set up some of their travel plans, don't they, as well? From from my understanding, um, and I'm sure I'm sure that it might be a case by case basis and I'm sure there's some wrestlers who get get it completely taken care of. Right. But from my understanding, for the most part, the wrestlers wrestling on the main roster for WWE settle uh, their own travel and their own uh, accommodation. And then based on I was told from again, from my understanding, I, I, I'm I'm trusting the people that I've spoken to. Uh, that they are told that yeah, well, but it's a tax credit at the end of the year. Yeah. Um. So ridiculous. The problem. One of the things, like I, I've been having these conversations, uh, kind of privately with people, and I'm so, I was ecstatic when I got when I saw the John Oliver piece because it, it's just it's just. It's not just like one person who's going out there trying to, uh, who's just being like a standard CEO. 
uh, like a, some guy running a cor- corporation, but actively trying to make it more difficult to have labor empowerment within your organization is kind of what the issue there is. Uh, you, you have somebody that has gone out of their way to ensure there was no competition whatsoever, or tried it the best to make sure there was no little to no competition whatsoever. And when you've seen that, worker rights and worker treatment has gone uh, down, really. I mean, wages, if you stack it up with inflation, have gone down. Uh, the, the only time that I can think of behind the scenes business-wise that things got better for wrestlers was during the Monday Night Wars when there was competition and they needed to step their game up. And that was when guaranteed contracts started coming into play. And then there was a lot more things that guys were taking care of. But then as competition dwindled on purpose, those same things that were good for their wrestlers, their employees, you know, the people putting their lives on the line and the people who was making, making uh, Vince McMahon a billionaire, um, those the protections and help for those people went down as competition went down. And that is just clearly, clearly like predatory business practices. Uh, so I was fired up to watch John Oliver's piece. Well, the, so let me ask you about this, and I'm going to kind of change where I was going at first here. So one of the things that we have coming up this weekend is New Japan and Ring of Honor doing their G1 Supercard out of Madison Square Garden, which used to be like, it was WWE or nothing. Nobody else yeah. ran there. Um, and then on top of it, now AEW isn't running a show this weekend, but obviously has one coming up. Um, and I, I think of, of all the companies that are out there right now, New Japan, especially in, in conglomeration with Ring of Honor, and AEW are probably the two biggest people eyeing to be competition for WWE right now. What are your thoughts on New Japan running running this Madison Square Garden show first? Let's ask about that. Well, I mean that's that's wild, right? Like, who, what was the um? Well, I forget, man. You know, the like the statistics of being in Madison Square Garden were like on the tip of my tongue back when I first got announced because this has been announced for how long? Like six months or something like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. So that's that, that's wild in and of itself, but like um. It is, it is kind of crazy to think about the fact that another company was able to come into Madison Square Garden and sell it out, um, and someone other than WWE. That's, that's massive. Um, as far as uh, competition uh, goes, I think that it, it's competition in that the business knows it. I don't like within the business it's considered competition. I don't know if on a mainstream level it's considered. I mean, in that John Oliver piece, he still kind of referred to WWE as a monopoly. Um, and that's that's because WWE has become the Coca-Cola of professional wrestling. You know, you can go out and you can say, can I get a Coke? And they might just give you a generic, you know, just cola because it's kind of become synonymous, right? Yeah. So I, I, it, it, it's really cool, and it's a step in the right direction as far as you can see that there is going to be more just places to work. There's going to be more options. I mean, I've been wrestling for seven years, which is weird. Um, seven years. And when I first started, I remember when I first started training, it was literally like, you know, you had the people at the top, like the people working for WWE, and then... Uh, 
and then pretty much everybody else, if you're a wrestler, you were starving. It was like kind of one or the other. Uh, and obviously you had like TNA and you did have like New Japan and stuff. Guys were making some money, but not really that that big of a scale. And now you've had this like wrestling middle class that's been created through this indie wrestling boom. Uh, and I think that's obviously highlighted by the fact that a different company can come in and sell out the guard. So that's cool, even if it is associated with um, uh, Sinclair Broadcasting slash Ring of Honor. Uh, it still is a cool thing that the wrestlers themselves have been able to be on that kind of scale. And, and I will give him credit. I was looking over the, the card today because I, I don't think I'd seen a final card yet. Um, I, I do find it very interesting that they, they've got a lot of really good matches booked. Um, the funny part was I think a lot of people were originally buying tickets to this because a lot of what is now AEW, I thought, I think people thought that's where, what they were going to be seeing. Um, and that's obviously now not the case uh, yeah. with guys like the young yeah. bucks and, and Cody and things like that, but they still have, at least in my opinion, um, a really interesting show with a lot of really interesting matches. Like, you know, they've got Will Ospreay uh, is taking on, is taking on Jeff Cobb. Uh, who's probably uh-huh. one of my favorite guys on the indies right now. I love Jeff Cobb. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but they're they're doing a winner take all match for the the never open weight and the ROH championship match. They've got uh, Gorillas of Destiny, um, Villain Enterprises, uh, Lij, and the Briscoes in a winner take all for the IWGP tag and ROH tag titles. They, they've got a lot of different things here that are are looking to start combining things up. And I find that very interesting for the working relationship for New Japan and Ring of Honor. Um, right. You know, kind of where, where, what direction they plan on taking that from there. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on a lot of the combo matches? Point. Doing? That's interesting. Because what's, because like, like uh, it seemed like everyone just kind of assumed that we were, that you were just going to see like kind of AEW working with New Japan. Now that was kind of something you were like, oh, okay, so now what's going to happen with Ring of Honor? But obviously they're kind of doubling down on that relationship, which is, which is cool. I mean, you see, you see it with. It's cool as far as uh, bringing New Japan into the into the states more, and it's cool again as far as building up more competition for wrestlers. Again, unfortunately, it, there is this underlying thing that you, it's impossible for me to ignore which is that Sinclair Broadcasting is one of the places behind that, and they're definitely not going to fight for labor protections or labor empowerment whatsoever. Right. Um, so there is that, and I, it sucks that that kind of has to be like the dark, heavy cloud above all this. Uh, but uh, it, is, it, it, is, it is cool. They got a good card. They got a good card there. They, well, there's tons of talent, and, and the thing that's great is that there's tons of talent that's known. Right? Yeah, it's, it, it's talent. It's talent that people know, and you know you're going to go out there and see a sick match. Uh, and you didn't, you didn't need the uh, Bucks and Cody and stuff. These the AEW talent guys, the guys who were kind of uh, what the, the focal points of Ring of Honor and of New Japan for a, an American audience. Um, it, it was real ballsy for them to make that move uh, without even knowing that their guys would be, those guys would be there. So, and, and I guess in a way, can't say it hasn't paid off. They sold out the place, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, put, they put themselves a nice little card together. I think, I think that'll be cool. I mean, 
Cobb versus Will is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Le- um, yeah, Cobb versus Will, the tag match, and Lethal versus Skrull versus Matt Taven for the ROH title in a ladder match, no less, um, is just going to be brutal uh, upon brutal. So. Let's just let's go, Jay Lethal. Right. <laughs> well, and, I was really excited to like more to your point that they were potentially combining belts because I feel like if there could be a bigger conglomerate, it could be something that could could work with those two companies coming together. Sure. To maybe to maybe be the foil to the WWE. Right. Like, look what we can do without that yeah, big name. change something for Wrestlemania but maybe in the future as they as the bookers look at kind of what happened this weekend and they see some of this great other wrestling that Mm -hmm. happened oh man we really have to step our storylines up we have to step you know what I mean just I don't know sometimes I feel like because they don't have any competition there's no real drive to to push stories ahead or or to really be innovative anymore like they can really just keep yeah, running the same storylines well, well yeah that's, that's the thing right because what's called like i mean again when was wrestling at its best yeah no, I monday, totally night, that, monday yeah. night wars was the time that it was making yeah. definitely doing the, the best money wise especially so and i mean i know that I mean, all of us have fond memories and, of that time so Right, memorize and creativity wise. I mean, other than you know the the, the sexism and uh, right. misogyny and all the, and all of that stuff that was just kind of like you know uh, entrenched in our society at that more so than it is now. Uh, <laughs> other than that stuff, it was the best storyline uh, 
quality and the best, I mean, the best material that was created on a mainstream level back then because it had to be. It was fighting for its existence. Um, and in this case, if you have the fans that drive the product, and if the fans are driving for the best in-ring product, and that means that the that WWE has to get the best in-ring performers, and if they have a better place to go, then it's going to make them have to step their game up. And it's going to be to get those best in-ring performers. Uh, and it's, it's exciting to see where pro wrestling is going to be going in the next several years. Well, and actually that's, and you've given me a very interesting segue here because WWE does have in one kind of weird (laughs) set of competition, in my opinion, where they do seem to have some of the best talent in wrestling right now, but that's also under a WWE banner, which is actually (laughs) NXT um, and their takeover shows, which a lot of people for um, a lot of these pay-per-views lately are starting to get more excited for the takeovers than they are the shows that WWE, the, like the big company, is putting on, even though it's all the same thing. I mean, I realize I'm talking like... We technically have more yeah. people who want to come to our house on Friday to watch yeah. NXT. Completely true. Than to come on Sunday and watch uh Watch the WrestleMania, show. the show, the big show. <laughs> the big show. So- as, as, as the big, I was going to say, now we've gone, we've gone against our, our Super Bowl thing. <laughs> now, oh, we're calling it WrestleMania. But uh, you know what's funny? It's like, um, as much as we're kind of ragging on uh, WWE a little bit, there is there is quite a bit of genius in what we're talking about right now. Because look at, look at how it's going. We're talking about NXT as if it's not WWE. Right. Because they, under, they obviously understood that there was a desire for an alternative brand. So they were just like, why don't we just create the alternative brand within our own brand? And then you have, you have fans that we go, yeah, I don't like WWE, but I like NXT. Like, yo, dude. Uh, you, um, just, you just got suckered. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> By the you know the you got suckered, and I mean, and that's, and that's, but it's okay as long as you're willing, as long as you acknowledge that, as long as you know, like, oh, I just like the way they do this show, and and that's really what they need to do. If you're gonna, you have to create different things for people to watch on within the network right and that's yeah. why it'd be nice to see if they made a little if they made like nxt uk a little different than nxt and by it'd the be way nice to see if there's a separation between all of these things and then you had a bunch of different shows that would kind of be what you would want so that at least from a creative standpoint and from my own like as a fan so i would have different options watch so it'd be like a channel like it, it'd be like a real tv channel that i could see it at my favorite show whenever i would want it uh as opposed to me just watching the same show with different characters True. you know my favorite part about this nxt takeover show is hmm. this the the litany of What's people that? that we have on this show might as well be called nxt takeover people david Starr is beaten because oh, no. because uh <laughs> Uh, uh, Pete Dunn versus Walter, which is going to be a, 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 a just a sick match. Uh, I definitely know that. Uh, I believe you just made Walter tap out not that long ago. Um, I did make Walter. I did make Walter tap out, uh, and he's a he's a little slimy bastard. Uh, Johnny Gargano <laughs> versus bastard. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, which I think, quite honestly, right now at least for me, I'm I'm. I think is going to be the match of the weekend. And there's a lot of really, really? good matches. Gargano and Adam Cole, two out of three falls for the NXT Jared. title. Come on now. Uh, but Jared, uh, Gargano is 
was just Gargano is on like another level in, right. in overall. Like he is so good. But uh, uh, and Cole, I mean, you know, if you don't get Adam Cole, then you don't get pro wrestling. In my right. <laughs> uh, but Johnny Gargano, David Starr definitely made tap out. Um, at at American Rana, yeah. by the way, which is why he's Mister American yeah, Rana. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and Davey Wrestling. Um, both because of Johnny Gargano. Uh, yeah. uh, Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. He's definitely beaten Matt Riddle before. Um, so Velveteen Dream, my pick for the match, by the way. I'm Velveteen Dream, totally okay. About You're it. going Velveteen Dream on that totally one. Very interesting. So, so actually, Dave, what, what do you think of some of the matches? Pete Dunne versus Walter, Gargano versus Cole, Dream versus Riddle. Who, who, do you, uh, who are your predictions for those? Yeah. Walter will win, in my opinion. Uh, okay, I'll just go. I'll just pick. I'll do like a rapid fire. Walter Gargano. <laughs> there's a riddle. There's a b- very big riddle. question mark on Gargano. There, I'm, uh, you took a second on I that one. Called, uh, was, yeah, because I because it feels it just feels like he might be one of the guys they would call up. Right. Just because yeah, it just feels right to do that and then it's you know the night after mania is always a time to uh to make that happen but then on the same note like what well i think gargano would do would currently stand out more on a monday night raw and i don't think he's attached he's not attached to a stable or anything like that so it would be much easier to have him get called up than it would be like a cold to get called up uh so I guess that's the only question. But that's so stupid. Like, I, I hate the fact that you have to kind of, like, in your predictions, you're, you have to think to yourself, like, oh, okay, well, what's the business thing going to be moving right. forward? It's just kind of like, uh, so that's so lame that, I have to, that I'm thinking that way. Oh, God, I hate myself. Um, so, yeah, okay, so Walter, because feel that Pete had a, has had a great run with that. With that belt, I just don't know if they did. If Walter doesn't win that match, I just don't know who else they could put in front of Pete, right? Like, uh, yeah. I just don't know. And I would assume that Pete, like, I could see Pete being one of the guys to be called up on Monday night, uh, or Tuesday, or Tuesday night, or whatever. He's, you know, he's been amazing. Uh, I think he's gone above and beyond proving that he's one of the best professional wrestlers that WWE has and he's like he's like 23 years old it's gross right Um, (laughs) I would love to see Pete Dunne get pulled up I just have like such a fear when it comes to the UK guys like I don't oh I don't know I don't what's the fear I don't know because I don't some of them don't come over and do well and I don't know if it's it's not really their talent I just think that they get here and then they don't know what to do with them <laughs> so yeah, like, I'll tell you what, if if Pete if for whatever reason Pete Dunn isn't like a complete and total superstar on uh Raw or SmackDown or something, it will certainly not be because of Pete's talent. Right. But I but I could see them just just whiffing it. Like I well, oh, I don't have faith. That's, that's that is as a fan, I don't have faith in the WWE bookers or who's writing like, I don't have faith in them behind the scenes that they're going to do the right thing for Pete. Like, I just, I'm, I'm concerned oh. that Dunn could get there. I know, I know the biggest well. concern is, is that there's definitely a history of people getting called up from NXT that are like gangbusters on NXT that come up to the bigger, the, the quote unquote bigger shows and don't catch fire. And sometimes, yeah, you, you know, is it, 
the you know the. Why do you think that is? Yeah, what, I, why do you think? Do you think that's something like where it's? Is it because the? I think maybe it's because I don't know. This is just a guess. Uh, I think like the NXT brands, and now you can say brands with UK and and NXT Florida or whatever. NXT Florida. That'd be wild. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay so, with that. Being in Florida, go with it. That's fine by me. So. <laughs> are so much more uh, in-ring based, you know, and it's much more wrestling based, whereas once you get to the, the big time, like once you get to Raw or SmackDown, it's not so in-ring based. It's kind of, it has to be more character developed and vignette based and things. And then yeah. you, it's almost like, um, it's a kind of like a double-edged sword, like the the writers on Raw and SmackDown seem to just kind of be like, oh yeah, they've seen him on NXT, they know the character, and then they don't have like vignettes and things like that to rebuild characters on the main right. roster uh, as opposed to like the fact like oh yeah with us act like none of our audience have seen these people before uh no one's just to kind of take advantage of the fact like, yeah go check out nxt uk or go check out nxt and then you'll know you'll just know what's up like they've just been around for a while they're good look watch that as opposed to being like Hey, here's a new audience. Let's act as if they've never seen them before and just kind of recreate them. Right. Um, I, I guess that would be the only thing I could possibly think of because it certainly isn't like uh, it isn't a talent thing. Right. Uh, some people it works out, and some people it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of where where it goes every every level of uh, of sport, doesn't it? Like as you get up to the next level, then the, the percentage of people that make it it's small. Uh, that's true. I also think I, we talked about this a little bit on the show that sometimes some of the the characters, some of our gimmicks work in smaller situations. Right. So like because NXT is a little bit smaller of a situation, it doesn't have to be so like broad. Like everyone doesn't have to get it for it to work. Whereas when you get yeah. to the when you get to some of the larger shows, everyone has to get it. It can't be like complex. Uh, but then you look at, then you look at, you look at. Oh, there's, I think you're right, and I think there's a weird thing because it works kind of both ways, doesn't it? There's some things that work on the main roster that don't work on NXT, and there's some things that work mm-hmm. on NXT that don't work on the main roster. Because it, it, it is, they have created this alternative brand where the audience wants two different things. Right. So it is kind of weird to think about that because wasn't um like Elias, right? Like Elias is super over on the main roster, right? Like, right. But on NXT, people hate him. Like in like a in like a in like a go away kind of hate right. right like like uh, this isn't working so but the, right. but the vice it worked in the main roster though. but the the vice versa of that for um, NXT up for me has always been it's actually two two gimmicks especially Adam Rose Adam Rose and yeah. No Jose. Jose where like when they come out with the the whole party line and stuff like that in NXT where you're dealing with a mm. smaller a smaller audience in a more intimate building. When they come pouring out with all those party people with them, it looks like it looks like a huge party coming out. But when you do it on like the big ramp and entrance way for a for an arena show for WWE, it looks like kind of tiny and weak in comparison. Like yeah. to make it work on a main roster in the same way, you would have to legitimately have them pour out with the like whole hundreds of people. Yeah. Like yeah, the entire backstage would just have to be full, and they're only sending them out with like the same. 25 people they sent them out with on NXT. 
So those yeah, are always. It's not like that's an in-ring thing. No. Uh, like Noah it's Jose not... had on, on he's shown that he can do some great stuff. Like didn't he have the, he had that uh, feud with Austin Aries where he was yeah. like he had like oh. some sick he had some some real cool stuff where he wasn't just kind of like just a gimmick. You could see he was really fiery. That's a good. Oh no, he's good fight. exactly, and he's yeah. an amazing talent. And, and things like that always make me sad about that. Another one that I and even way back in the day. Um, uh, I, I always remember thinking this about Al Snow too back in the day. Like the head gimmick in ECW when he was there, yeah, was looked a, like a madhouse. It, was, mad huge. it, it huge. was huge. But then when they tried to do the same thing in WWE when they got called back up to to Raw, just didn't have the same like feel to it because they you know like yeah. everybody pounding the the mannequin heads was just not what it was like in ECW. But, and so some that's sure. why I'm like some guys. Don't have to move up from NXT. Sure, or like, at least not right away. Maybe not well, right I mean, away. Gonna, it'd be it'd be nice. It'd be nice if if you could say that. I think that's cool. But in the same note, like I know you're. Pro- I mean, I'm sure it's a big money. Right. Yeah. God. Yeah. Exactly. They're so. professionals and they want to make more money and and get to a bigger stage. I get that. I just I don't know. It makes me worried for some of my favorites. Like it just makes me worried. So <laughs> well, honey, let's 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 talk about uh, especially let's talk about big paydays here. Let's talk about probably the biggest payday of the year for WWE wrestlers. That is WrestleMania, uh, the the big the show. show, the show, the big show, <laughs> as we've been calling it the entire time. Uh, there is sixteen matches on sixteen matches on this card. Um, right, right. So now, we so all me, said it. So then let me ask. Oh. So the day. So then, David, let me ask you this big question here. Has WrestleMania gotten to the point where it's getting too long now? Yeah. So I don't have the attention span for this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a grown up. Jesus, I'm a grown up. Let's be for real. You pay to go to a movie, and if it's if it's three hours long, you're pissed, right? Three hour movie, you're like, oh fuck, I can't make it. We're talking about five hours of wrestling. Probably more than That's that, quite a honestly. Ton. It's a so I had I was, I was having a conversation with my with my girlfriend last night before I uh before I flew before I had to leave this morning to come back to America and um and we were just talking about random stuff we uh and then I was we were talking about Oliver Stone and then I was because we were talking about a bunch of like political things and then I mentioned uh we just started talking about like little conspiracy theories uh but like government conspiracy theories and i was and she got interested in the jfk thing i was like oh have you seen the movie jfk uh well well she goes no and i was like kevin costner so then she loves kevin costner and then she looked it up and she's like oh it's three hours long oh man that's <laughs> that's a long time and i'm like and that's J- and that movie is sick and it's got like one yeah. of her favorite right. actors like, yeah three WrestleMania this year, Chad? It, it, with this many matches, if it's not six to seven hours, I'll be shocked. Uh, like, that's a half a day. Like, that yeah. is such an investment. I cannot well, imagine. Gotta, and you got to remember, because we, we were there in person for in Orlando. Right. And you got to remember, when we walked in, it was right. day, we, we walked in, it was daylight. It was bright daylight. And we had already missed at least two matches before right. we walked in. They were, they were doing... The cruiserweight <laughs> match when we walked in. I just need you guys to understand. It is such an investment. Yeah. As a significant other, I'm just speaking to all those girlfriends and boyfriends out there who are like <laughs> wives and husbands. Wives and husbands who are like, yeah, we we love you, and this is your pa- like we want to watch it with you. I'm just saying, you are asking a lot 
of a significant other. Yeah. So, okay, this is so a then let me, So then let me ask you both a question. <laughs> Would they be smarter, and I don't know if they will ever actually do this, but they probably they possibly should. Would they be smarter to now make WrestleMania a like a two-day event? What if they were to split it up? No, cut the fat. There's a they ton of matches here that are not are. necessary. Yeah, I agree with David. I'm with, they... Shelley. I'm with, I'm with Shelley. Just cut I, some I, of this I, shit. I don't think they. I don't think they ever would. But I don't think it's like. I don't think it's like the idea. I, I mean, it's not like they couldn't. They couldn't or won't ever try it. But I think the just like logistically of booking a, a stadium for two days. Right. Yeah. I think is pretty difficult. I, I hear you there. Like, there's very little business sense to make it two days. There's also less business sense for them to cut it down. But if we, as a watching audience, tuned out for an hour, if they could somehow calculate the ratings of their show for an hour. Oh, they can. Just none of us watching yeah, any of that. Exactly right. They know exactly. exactly how many people If are we around. all just went poo-pooed at half this middle section... They would get the point and cut it down. This but is see, so well, much wrestling. Here's the question. So there's 16 matches. Are they all on, like, the main card? I don't I, I see them. Yeah. Now, my list of don't the, know. but the 14 I, matches that Chad has listed here on our notes are going to be all on the main card. Well, let, so let's go down quickly uh, what I've got for whoa. the 14. Lesnar and Rollins, obviously main card. Uh, Ronda yeah. Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch is obviously the main event, so main right. card. Uh-huh. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the uh, Cruiserweight title could be that not, could be not, not on, on the main, main card. card. Could be Triple H and yeah. Batista. It's Triple H. Let's not even yeah. That's going to be joke about that. That is yeah, going right. to start it's an Triple hour. H, it's Triple H and Batista, so they'll put uh, that on the pre-show. And it'll be and it'll be and for Triple H, it'll be late because you know he's got some sort of big entrance he's going right. to do that'll that'll well, need usually, like. Look, his match, that match, like, what are the, okay, well, you can probably map it out this way. What are, like, the big main event matches first? So, obviously, like you said, you have Lesnar, Lesnar Rollins, you have the main event match with the women's match. You have, uh... Triple H and Batista. So those are probably the ones that are going to be like on the hour. And then, right? yeah, right. and then Daniel, and then Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston's probably your other really big match on this one here. Well, they've um, been hyping the yeah. heck out of Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Uh, recently, right, because Reigns is back. I think you probably actually have uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton will be on the main show. Uh, Shane McMahon and the Miz will be on the main show because Shane McMahon's going to jump off of something stupid because um, sure. he always does. Uh, All of these matches, Chad, Bobby Lashley of... and Finn are going to be like that's on the main card. Uh, Samoa and Joe and Ray, yeah. that's going to be on the main card. And, oh man, yeah. The Andre, the uh, Battle Royal, and Finn. See now, the Andre. The funny part. Yeah, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal tends to be a pre-show. Same with the women's Battle Royal tends to be tends to be okay. pre-show. So you could possibly save on those there. Maybe. Um, same with. Um, the fatal four way for the women's tag title um, could, in theory, I don't get think pushed. so. I, I mean, mean, they've been. I mean, I think what the problem is because they, they're bringing gonna be back. It's going to be hard just optically to put those kind of matches on. Like, right. It's going to be hard, off, like, optics wants to put the, that right. on. All the women's matches show. have to be on the main card because they've been hyping the heck out of their equality semblance. They have to put a certain amount of, of the women's matches on the main card. That's well, just... and, and, and so that so then let me lead you to that question then. Let me ask that. 
do they need to put that on the main card because they've made the, the main event is officially the three-way the three-way match that's that's com- basically combining up the Raw and SmackDown women's well, title. That's supposed to be like some kind of thing where they go, huh, where they're like, oh, well, now we have a women's match main eventing, so we're good. Yeah. yeah, no, that's but would that, you, but that can't be the, the case. case. Guys, <laughs> guys, listen, listen. Barack Obama was elected president. And there's no more racism in America. Right, <laughs> right that's uh, right. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, and my every day somehow changed <laughs> as a black woman. Yeah, that's that's not what happened. Um, but that's what I'm saying, Chad. If you look at this list of 14 matches, right. two of them are women's matches. Those have to be on the main card. Like, they can yeah. put a lot of squash matches. Like women's squash matches in the pre in the in the pre stuff, but these fourteen all seem like matches they're going to yeah. put on the card, and that's like four or five hours of wrestling. How long was the main, was the main show last year? A solid oh, five and um, a half hours. Yeah, it had to be. I would have to. Where's your Where's your phone? It started at. Didn't it start at seven? And it ended at like eleven thirty. Jesus Christ! No, yeah, well, because. I remember for the WrestleMania was it in six? Orlando, we didn't walk out of there until it was almost midnight. Like under, we were leaving. We left early and were watching as was watching the Undertaker leave his jacket and stuff in the ring in Orlando. Yeah. and it was easily midnight when we were doing that. Yeah, so um, and we that's just that is just Taker's entrance, <laughs> right? Exactly. And we got there at six. Right? And like, under- we got there. It was <laughs> and all Undertak- day. And Undertaker even started halfway up the ramp that I year. Know. So, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, so, it took so long. Let me see how long WrestleMania was last year. I'm interested to know. He might have walked He might have walked his actual, his cross faster. He's than... still walking there. <laughs> right. Right, now, right. Like, oh my gosh. Um, no, I have to say, Chad, it's at least six hours of wrestling. Like, there's no way that is un- that is so much. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was just think- you know, I was just thinking. I was just thinking about comparing it to like other major sporting events. Yeah. And I think the only the only sport, and this is gonna sound like this is gonna sound ridiculous based on like <laughs> the pace of the sport, and you'd be like, and you'd probably if at first you're, I bet you're both gonna be like, no way, I could never do that. I think the only sport that could get away with having like a six-hour event for a live audience like that, in a weird way, um, I feel like baseball, just because the way a baseball game goes, you don't necessarily watch every single pitch all the time. It's easy to go to a baseball game and kind of get up and walk around the stadium. That's and true. Stuff yeah. You could take an you inning know, off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you really you can. Uh and I, I feel like in wrestling you can't. <laughs> it's tiring, man. Like, but that, the, but that's what they're forcing me and other wrestling fans to do is to look at a lineup of matches, see what's about to start, and be like, "Am I invested in this? Nope. Now's my break. Like, now I got to go do like stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I got to go. I got to get up. I got to go get food. I got to do something else. We have to essentially make a party like atmosphere at our house, so we have something else to do to take your brain off the wrestling, because you can't watch six hours of wrestling. At some point, you'll yeah. either fall asleep or or get up and leave. Like it's just impossible. So. So we have friends, and we've all discussed this as as people who are just watching the product. That man, they're killing us with how long it is. And we've had we had we had fans of our show write in. Does ever anyone else? Because I I know I've gone on the soapbox on this one, but I just feel like 
They're somewhere here. Of all these matches, look, I'm sure I could right now name you four or five that aren't necessary. We don't need that match. <laughs> yeah, but now, you know, the other thing is that there's been, so, because of the brand split and because of all of that, you have all of these different titles that, that exist. So what are you going to have, like, not, are you going like, to not have the U.S. title on the show? Right. Or are you going to not have look, the man, Intercontinental title on the yeah, show? Yeah, the TV like, title, the TV title doesn't get on. I don't know. Sorry, bruh. Like, so, uh, <laughs> from IMDb's listing, WrestleMania last year was listed as 314 minutes, which if you break that down is five hours, basically five and a half hours. And uh, mind you, I don't know if that's counting the two-hour pre-show that they right. have on the network before that. <laughs> well, so if you count that in the time frame, yeah, you're looking at somewhere in the area of about seven, about seven hours. Yeah, because I, I guess, I guess uh, as, as well with the, the fact that it's uh, being broadcast on the network, Right. They don't really. Ha- they're not really constricted to the the time slot, the pay per view time slot, as much as they were. But um, although, what do they buy out? See that you can figure it out actually really quickly because you can figure out what time slot, like what the time they bought for mm-hmm. uh, pay per view, because you you know they're not going to go over their time on the pay per view time. Right. Uh, well, people know, who buy it on the pay per view get six cut hours off. Of pay per view space, then. They're not going more than six hours. Right. And you know, that's kind of what it's going to be. I just can't. I just I just need us all as 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 grown people to be like, come on. Let's... Guys, this is unnecessary. This is so unnecessary. Yeah. This is unnecessary. I, I also love wrestling. I love wrestling. So it's like, I'm unlike most spouses who are not being like tortured yeah. through this. Right. That's a long show. Yeah. It's a long show. Four hours. Four four hours. I think is the most you can push it for me. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Now, um, real quickly, just um, out of interest, I, I'm going to do the three main event matches because I'm interested in what we all think of these. Uh, so the big one, obviously, Rousey, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Um, there's a couple things I, I do like about this match. Um, the way they've been kind of getting everything set up lately, especially uh, this past week on Raw, where they were all basically just beating the tar out of each other because they all got arrested and were in handcuffs. Yeah. And that was. Did I, you see the Eurythmics video of Charlotte kneeing Ronda Rousey? <laughs> yes. I, saw, I did not get to watch it yet, but a friend of mine sent it to me, and I was going to watch it right after we got done recording, to be honest with you. No, I, I think I watched. I've seen, I saw that on Moot like. <laughs> at least like five six times because um, it's just amazing yeah someone so, sent it to me today it's worth it so two, <laughs> two main things that I, I like out of this one here uh i think this is the um they're they're crazy if they don't make this the official ascension of becky lynch uh as like the one of the biggest stars in in their uh in their company right now and two this gives me hope uh because uh ronda rousey is being uh played out by one joan jett uh, who will be playing bad, her theme song, Bad Reputation, which means that when David Starr makes his WrestleMania entrance one day, Joan Jett will be ah. able to play him out to his theme song, and nice. we'll all be happy. So, nice loop around there, buddy. Yeah, I like yeah. it. We I were, like it. That's, David was legitimately, when I heard that in outfit, was legitimately the first person I thought of. was like, <laughs> cool, that means David Starr could ever play him out sometime. It'll be great. So. I, got, I got tagged in so many things when they announced that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm all about Becky Lynch. So, like, I cannot wait to see that. I really want to see her take it all. I'm a little over Charlotte Flair, though. 
again, that video is pretty bomb. Um, Char- Charlotte's great. Charlotte is, is great, but I think there is that there is the, that little bit where you where you're kind of like, yeah, like she is great, and I think she's she's proven that she's great time and time again. But then you're like, but you you do kind of understand there's a little bit of legacy privilege. And yeah. I think the overall feeling in. Uh, as much as you know, I, I I just I'm just unable to not make things somewhat political because <laughs> I think everything is political. But like you know, obviously it ties right into the the sentiment that's going on in the country right now, in which we're kind of fighting back against the oligarchy. And she kind of you know in her unintentionally she represents that, doesn't she? Even though she's a little bit, yeah. Even though she's legitimately talented and she's legit, she's not like Meghan McCain who is just completely worthless and literally only has a job because of her daddy. Um, But, you know, Charlotte. So sharp that one. (laughs) Well, she's the worst. Uh, She just, she, Meghan McCain seems to try and, just become my least favorite person. She lob- she like is lobbying for that position on a daily basis. On a daily basis, but yeah, it seems <laughs> like it. So, but then you have Charlotte, who obviously is is awesome. You know? So, it, it, I feel bad even putting the two in the same sentence. But I think there there comes with that. But so, what the two the two big the two big like fan favorite moments are Kofi and Becky Lynch, right? Like those are yeah. the two ones that we kind of got to get. I think, I think that the audience will go away really not just sad, but if Kofi doesn't win, I feel like there's yeah. this huge backlash of, yeah. of wrestling fans that are like, come on, man. Like what, what does that brother got to do? Like, yeah. Well, it, it, there's, they made they made the mistake once when they didn't put Booker T over on Triple H, right? Right, right. that um, happened. Or quite honestly, Kofi over Randy Orton back in the day, too. Exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like you. They, and they've played. I mean, they they from what I've seen, they've played the race card as well. So it, it makes it a little bit. They put themselves in that position. So if it doesn't happen. That's such a huge boom. And, like, the New Day does so well for the company. Like, you've got to give them a bigger a bigger win for the individual members. I just feel like, business-wise, that would be a smart decision. Just smart yeah, I decision. Mean, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be big, and it's like... But the other thing is, like, there's almost... I, I bet you there could be an excuse written in the fact that you have someone like a... Uh, you have someone like a Daniel Bryan who is so overwhelmingly accepted by the wrestling community because one, he's you know s- seems to fit in in line with at least the internet wrestling community's uh, uh, views. So yeah. it seems the only guy who could be a heel, like <laughs> talking about you know the, the issues I kind of sort of sort of touching on yeah. uh, and, and, and only in Vince McMahon's mind is he a bad guy <laughs> um, so but like and obviously he's accepted because he's proven throughout his entire career that he is uh, one of the best in-ring performers ever um, so it's kind of this there is a spot where they might not they might not go with what you want, you know, there's that thing in the back of your head. You're like, yeah, but what if I don't? And then you go, 
Yeah, then I'm gonna stop watching. Right. <laughs> like, I, I mean, there there is a way that you you could say that, but how many times have fans they've called fans bluffs on bluff on that so many times? Right. Oh, you're gonna stop watching? No, you're not. There because you see you on Monday. <laughs> see you on that Monday. Yeah. See see you on that Raw after WrestleMania. That's gonna be crazy, and you're gonna want to know what happened. So. Yep. I know. And, and I think that I think that I mean. I, I do even even with that being said, I, I think it's hard to believe that they won't, won't give the moment to Kofi and they won't give the moment to Becky. Yeah. So then, too. so then, with that being said, then I, I, are we all in agreement that if uh, of the three main like feel good endings here, that Seth Rollins uh, beating Brock Lesnar is the one that I think do we all agree is the least likely to happen of those three big main event matches? That Rollins. I didn't have much hope for that match, nor do I think it's going to be that great of a match. So you don't like, what? you don't like, she doesn't like Brock Lesnar. No. Shelly's oh, never liked Brock Lesnar. Shelly, so. mm-hmm. you just lost all your credibility. <laughs> You've lost. You I'm sorry. Um, I, I know, I know I was doing really well with you all night. Brock uh, is so good. No, the, the Brock is overwhelmingly physical. Like his physicality is so overwhelming that he seems oh, great. seems right. amazing. And he's garbage. So <laughs> he's so good. He garbage. He's so good. He's garbage at this. Garbage Brock at MMA. No. Garbage at MMA. Garbage. Brock Lesnar is so good. His match. His match with Daniel Bryan. Uh, was that was that the, the was that the Rumble? Yes. Or was that? Yes, so at like, the Rumble. Dude, that match was so good, and they didn't even they didn't even like there wasn't even like build up to stuff. It was just like they just told it was awesome. I don't even. There's no other <laughs> Brock is unbelievable. His uh. the way he he's so good. He's so believable every single time, and they, they, he lull, he lulls you into this false sense of shit where you go, "Oh God, here we go," and then you get in your hung on every single move. He sells his like when he's in peril, he sells better than anybody. Like because his sells mean the most because he, <laughs> it's just so good. He's so good. I don't know if I can say it. He's just <laughs> amazing. His man. He had a man. What was it? Um. His match with, I think it was, uh, Dana Bryan was good, but he had a match with Finn Balor not that long ago yeah. where they legitimately had, had me, for just a little bit, they had me completely buying the fact that Balor was going to get it, especially when, when he I started know. working on selling this, uh, attacking the stomach because they yeah. obviously referenced the diverticulitis. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, great, yeah but great by match. the way, remember, do, you remember when, do you remember when Brock first came back? Like. <laughs> to WWE and he wrestled Triple H a bunch of times and there was the one (laughs) there was the one time when Brock he like took something to his stomach and then as he was selling he literally looked at the camera and he goes oh my stomach (laughs) I was like oh come on man go Brock Um, now other than other than the big show uh, we have a lot going on so it um for for you folks out there, if you've never been to a WrestleMania weekend and it is a weekend and you should take uh, take all the time you, you take, need. <laughs> you should take Thursday to Tuesday off when you do this. Uh, really Wednesday to Tuesday because you'll need uh, a day to travel and get set up. Um, just a small example of shows that are still going. Uh, WBN has their More Than Mania, which has probably about five different shows. Chikara has a show going on that weekend. 
uh, with a killer main event, by the way. Yes. Uh, of um, Mr. Touchdown, uh, Mark Angliosetti taking on uh, um, uh, um, Dasher Hatfield that, for, yeah, the, for, the, like for the title. Um, uh, WrestleCon has a super show. Uh, Impact Wrestling has a show. Joey Janela has his third uh, spring break party. Joey Ryan has his penis party. Josh Barnett has his blood sport show. Um, and then, and, and I haven't even hit the shows that, that David's on. I purposely left those out. Um, Wait a minute. Penis party. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. Just had to stop for a minute and let us all. Jo- Joey Ryan has, Joey Whoa. Ryan, by the way, Joey Ryan, let, let me talk about the it. only what, person. Let I me know talk about it. What, what a genius Joey Ryan is this weekend. <laughs> Is doing an is doing a photo session the at some point. The yeah. photo op, right, where you can get a picture actually grabbing onto Joey Ryan's penis, and I would pay thirty bucks for it in a second. I would happily pay thirty bucks because I that also photo would pay thirty would bucks amazing. for that. That <laughs> photo would be amazing. It's like that, and then it's like that, and when uh, when Jimmy Jacobs got released, got fired from WWE, and then when he was on the Indies, he was charging twenty dollars to take the selfie with him. I was like, man. You guys are marketing geniuses. Genius. But, he is getting paid to have other people give him a hand job. Is all I'm saying. Right. Like that's well, that's an, well, okay. that's an wait, amazing wait. moment. It's not quite a it's not quite a hand job. I think that costs fifty but, bucks. Now, <laughs> I was like, now, mm. now for just for David's weekend, right? Beyond Wrestling versus Masato Tanaka. That's a crazy uh, match. Rev Pro versus Tomorrow Ishii. Which, which, by the way, can you do? You, do you have anybody that like isn't gonna like attack you hardcore on this one here? Holy crap! Uh, just on this first. Oh no, let's go really crazy. Wrestling Revolver, Pancakes and Pile Drivers, uh, three. Uh, it's David versus Moose versus Brian Cage. Oh no! Um, yeah, I'm gonna huddle. I'm gonna huddle in the corner and cry. Uh, right. Yeah. I was like, oh no. Uh, WrestleCon, uh, USA versus the World. It's David versus Daga. Um, Blackcraft Wrestling. Johnny uh, David goes up against Johnny Blackcraft, aka Johnny Mundo, aka right. Johnny Impact, aka Johnny Johnny. Uh, fill in that guy here, uh, <laughs> for the Blackcraft title. Um, and then uh, probably the one that that made me uh, the most giddy, probably just be, for old time's sake. House of Glory Wrestling. Uh, it's the private party, which is uh, uh, getting the opportunity to take on uh, for I'm guessing one night only. Uh, the reunited yeah. Juicy product. Nice. So, um, but yeah, uh, tell, tell what match are you most looking forward to? Because you've got a bunch of really big ones coming up here. Holy cow! Yeah, and I mean, and then even uh, and the other one is uh, for WXW. I'm wrestling Lucky Kid. Uh, oh damn! I knew I was yeah. going to miss yeah. one. So. Lucky, Lucky just won WXW 16 and he's like a really, uh, really good, talented wrestler who I think is going to break out on the majorly over the next like two years. Um, yeah. It, 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 which one am I looking forward to? Do you know what? I'm wrestling Masada Tanaka tomorrow. I know. Um, that's that's pretty wild. Uh, I I don't think I don't think. I mean, that and then wrestling uh, Tomohiro Ishii again, like having a, a second match with him, is pretty pretty crazy. Um, man, which one am I most looking forward to? I really wanted to wrestle Daga for a little bit, especially considering he's dating uh, one of my favorite people. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. Um, so I, I, I've talked. I've actually talked to Tessa about that. We both said apparently Daga said oh, he wants to wrestle me, and I've been like, yeah, I want to wrestle him. That'd be cool. So um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the matches, man. I mean, uh, I, but I, I guess I, it's really hard to look past tomorrow where I'm wrestling uh, Masato Tanaka, which you can see that match live at IndieWrestling.tv. 
Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be sick. I'm I'm fired up, man. That's, oh, that's be, awesome. That's gonna be fun. Uh, and uh, real quick, cause you're on. Uh, obviously, you're on that wrestling revolver campaign, pancakes and pile drivers three. Um, I think probably the biggest news to come out of that show uh, is that is um, a, a, someone you've obviously had a, a relationship with in one Shane Strickland. Sounds like that's going to be his last independent match. What What are your thoughts on uh, on Shane uh, no longer being on the independent scene? to be talent wise. I mean, he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. He's he's an incredible wrestler. He's really he's awesome. So I mean it'll be uh yeah. I mean he's awesome and I'm sure that he'll he'll this weekend I think uh, I saw I saw the one match he has he's wrestling uh Zach Saber on the WrestleCon Super Show. That'll be mental. Uh, yeah. Shane Shane's an amazing Shane's an amazing performer and he deserves to get to the next I guess quote the next level. Uh, based on that, no doubt. And then uh, before you uh, before you wrestle Brian Cage, uh, if you get a chance, ask him about uh, eating at the uh, um, what was it here in in Brandon the, um, the Golden Corral, the Golden right? Corral. Ask him about eating at the Golden Corral in Brandon, uh, in Brandon, Florida. Um, did he shut it down? Uh, he he did. He was there. He was there for six hours. Uh, but, oh my but god! Let, he was there but, for an entire WrestleMania. He was there for one WrestleMania. <laughs> exactly, just, a whole WrestleMania. He just sat and watched the entire show. WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to mention before we wrap this up, and I'll give you a chance to, to uh, obviously get your shit in. Um, next, obviously, next year, <laughs> next year is in uh, Tampa. So uh, first off, we're excited about that because Woo! obviously we're in Tampa. Uh, David, if you need a place to stay, we have a spare room. You can come on over. You're, oh, you're more than you. welcome. Yeah, um, one, what are your thoughts on WWE apparently trying to, and I think they've tried to do this almost every other year, uh, trying to stop independent shows booking around WrestleMania weekend? I mean, they're not going to, I mean, what, what are, are they really going to stop that? Like, how? What are they going to tie up the whole town and say that no one else is allowed to run? That's apparently what they've been trying to do. I mean, they've been do. trying. They've <laughs> been, they've been, uh, they've been working some connections, trying to, trying to squeeze out okay. the independents. Cool. Who did that make look bad? I know. Right. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, it was a big deal to us because maybe we're we're so near and dear to a lot of the independents right. here Especially in this area. Independent scene. I was just like, I, they're going to figure it out, it. but yeah, something it, it won't it won't happen. I mean, like me. I mean, I, I'm not saying like, and I don't want to be like as dismissive of the idea because you know when you when an evil corporation puts its mind to something, it, it can probably make, it can do its best to make it happen. But like, I just don't. It's just hard to buy into that. I just don't see how they can stop every single venue from 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 hosting a wrestling show. You know, like, I, I just don't. I don't see how they can do that. What are they? Are they going to go out of their way and pay off every venue to be like, no one have wrestling in this city for it, this whole weekend, from I just, this time to this time? I can't understand. Like, if wrestling begets wrestling, so like if there's cool wrestling around here, people are in the area. Maybe they will indeed go downtown and try to buy a, a ticket to get in like I mean. you have no yeah, idea I, I what could benefit them i don't know why i don't know why they wouldn't and they never they never sell out wrestlemania <laughs> uh you know they never do and and that's not like 
it's not like that's it's their fault. They're running stadiums, right? <laughs> you know, they got like seventy thousand people. They have a capacity of probably like up to like varsity stadiums because they use the floor, and the ground, and stuff. They've like ninety thousand people capacities. They're not mm-hmm. going to sell that out all the time. So why wouldn't you just want more wrestling fans able to buy the tickets? Like you just said, uh, I, I I don't. I don't get how having an independent wrestling show or multiple independent wrestling shows as if it were to hurt what WWE is doing. It, it, it's, it's really, um, it's like a big sign of insecurity for something yeah. that is completely unwarranted. Uh, it's like if you're dating, it's like when you're dating like a really hot girl and then she's worried about like, this, like somebody who should isn't a threat whatsoever. What's your problem? You're the best. <laughs> what? Like you know no, what I mean? He... Like there's no there's nothing threatening WWE right now in that regard, especially for WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it kind of feels like being worried about like an ant when. You know what I mean? Right. Like it just didn't when seem def- when they when you're definitely the boot, <laughs> right? Like it just didn't seem important enough. I was like, don't they have more important things to do? Like I feel like yeah. Don't you need an, don't you need an, another hour to the show? Jesus. So you- <laughs> oh fuck no. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, that is that is kind of it. It's like, what are you trying to do? Are you upset that maybe like access doesn't have an extra hundred people there? Right. Like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Are you worried that are you worried that you're not going to sell out Brutus the Barber Beefcake being inducted into the Hall of Fame? Right, like so. that's. Oh yeah, that was the thing. Now, right? Yeah. Saw that. You... They put anybody in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't even mean that as like a slight to to Brutus. Me either, um, but yeah. But like, but it's kind of it's kind of true. It's like with the people that they put in that. And then when you look at the people that aren't in, it's kind of like, well, what, what are we doing right. here, guys? Like I said, the one that the one that kind of got me this year, I'll be as Brutus. I can like, I can say, okay, no, I can. He's a I memorable can, He's a memorable character. I can see that one. The one that got me this year, and nothing against this person because she seems like she's a really nice lady. Uh, I, Tori Wilson. Ugh. Like, look, everybody else that went in this year, I could kind of go, okay, no, I see that, you know, all right, the you know, Harlem Heat, okay, like multi-time <laughs> no. tag champion, no, I don't you like, care, Harlem Heat, yeah. Har- Harlem, yeah. Harlem yeah. Heat, but and and I agree with what I, I think Stevie Ray said recently is that um, he really wants to make sure somehow the Cherry Martell goes in with him, and that is completely deserved. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Uh, but as long, Heat, I see... colonel, as long as they don't get Colonel Parker in there with them, Yeesh, yeah, no, let's yeah, like, uh-huh. Tori Wilson has no reason to be in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. It's right. it's kind That's of insulting. It's kind of insulting. I, I feel like Moolah should it's... come out and like oh, smack her. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that insulting? Mm. Mm. I. And by oh. the way, having Moolah come out and smack her may not have been your best choice of jokes to go okay. with right there. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably Moolah, more like, poor taste. Moolah's like one of the worst human beings right. ever. Like Tori <laughs> I mean, seems like, like I don't know if she should be coming out defending women's but like Tori's a wonderful person right. but she definitely exemplified a time in wrestling that wasn't sure. beneficial for women's wrestling right. do you know what I mean like she kind of exemplifies sure. it's, it's that more, time it's, period it's bad optics. yeah right I just especially yeah especially when you've got like the 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 women main eventing WrestleMania for the first right. time ever and then like yeah. it just seems like poor taste China. 
They should have put right. like China in on right. her own, as opposed to like with DX. Like, right. They should have given. Right. Like, that would have been a cool thing. You put your stamp on that. Right. You go. Whoa! We have this big moment this year. Let's make China our 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 headline. Right. Yeah. I just. So, I don't know. What are they it, doing? What are they doing? Is Kurt is so? This was supposed to be Kurt Angle's last match. Is like. What are they gonna do? Is he? Is, are they? They're not giving him like the Ric Flair treatment. <laughs> so supposedly, so the match right now is booked to be Kurt and Baron Corbin Ugh. as his yeah. retirement match. Sorry. The yeah, I saw the promo. I saw the promo out of the build up, and I was like, oh. Now <laughs> the the rumor is, and whether the rumors are true or not, obviously is a whole other question. Is that ultimately that match won't happen, and it will end up being supposedly uh, Kurt Angle and John Cena. Because Cena's debut match, when he first showed up on was SmackDown, Angle, yeah. was with Kurt Angle, and like that was his I, big thing. Where like Kurt asked him what what he brought to the table, and Cena's answer was ruthless aggression. <laughs> oh my god! No, yeah, me, no, me and David remembered this moment <laughs> like it was yesterday. I promise yeah, of you. Um, Could but, he bring back the pump up kicks too? Like no, and, no, he that's won't. Not what he was, he wasn't even. Cena wasn't that guy. Cena wore right. the, uh, the 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 short, the like the biker short, right? Uh, oh. The green with the white stripes on. He, he went out and then he was in the back after that. And Undertaker like shook his hand. Like, What's your name, kid? <laughs> yeah, and then he like did that whole segment. Oh my gosh! No, the funny part is that version of Cena that you're thinking of yes. didn't happen till a couple, maybe a year or so later, and was only because yeah. he dressed up like Vanilla Ice for for a hollow, like one of the backstage Halloween parties. And he did yeah, some sort of rap. Out, they did a segment with Stephanie, <laughs> and then and then that became a thing. Then the white rapper John Cena thing became a thing. Was I right just, after that. Yeah. I just really love that John Cena. Like I really you want like, him to just come. You like the doctor of, Thugonom- yeah, doctor of Doctor of Thugonomics, I John do. Cena. I'm gonna. Your birthday's coming up. I'm gonna buy you his rap album. You'll, no, you'll don't do it. that. I will, <laughs> do, I will yeah, blare it in the car. That's not necessary. That's not necessary. <laughs> so, uh, well, David, leave let me the, leave the memories alone. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> You know what? I'll be honest. I heard a couple songs that that were not like the deeper cuts on that. It's actually not horrible. Don't say that. No, that doesn't help us. Forget you. I'm going to say it. It doesn't help us. He wasn't a horrible rapper. He's. I mean, he's not like you know. He's. He's not. He's not Jay Z or anything. But let's. I mean, come on. For for a wrestler who put together a rap album, he's, it's not Macho Man's album by any stretch. Oh, okay, I was like, wait a minute. The only other comparison I have is Macho, is Man's Macho Be a Man. Man. Wonderful album, too, by the way. Uh, no, David, don't you ever come at Macho Man ever? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David, David. This is this is obviously the opportunity of the episode. We like that uh, one. Mr. Brian Cage gave us permission to call it "Get Your Shit In." So uh, let everybody oh. know where they where they can find your social media, merchandise, all that fun stuff. Sure. You can check out my Twitter and Instagram, which is at the product DS. Uh, Facebook just search David Starr. You can check out my website, theproductds.com, which has direct links to my merchandise stores. Uh, bottom line merch.com slash David Starr, pro wrestling teeth.com slash David Starr, sl dash wrestling.de slash David dash star. That's mostly for uh, European fans who are looking to not spend crazy amount of money on wrestling tees or bottom line merch customs shipping charges and stuff like that uh, which sometimes are the case sometimes it's not though uh, 
what else do I got for you? Because those are that's our social media. That's all that. Check me out this weekend. Uh, my WrestleMania schedule as Chad outlined tomorrow. Beyond Wrestling. I'm wrestling Sada Tanaka. Indie Indie Wrestling TV. Uh, WXW on for, on Thursday uh, in Brooklyn in, at Laboom. Uh, I'll be wrestling Lucky 16 Karat Gold winner Lucky Kid. That's I think it'll be streamed live on WWNLive.com. Um, at the U.S. First World Show in Midtown. Hilton, Manhattan, uh, where I'll, I think that'll be on probably HighSpotsWrestlingNetwork.com, I imagine, where I'm wrestling Daga. Uh, later on that afternoon, I'm wrestling Tomohiro Ishii for RevPro, which you can see RPWOnDemand.com. Then that same night, Blackcraft Wrestling, I'm there for the first time ever, where I'm wrestling Johnny Blackcraft, or Johnny Mundo, Johnny Morris and whatever company he feels like chilling his name out to that day uh, for the Blackcraft Championship. Uh, I believe that's just blackcraftprowrestling.com. Pro Wrestling Revolver, Pancakes and Power Drivers 3, uh, me versus Moose versus Brian Cage, uh, where you get to see me cry for a really long period of time. Uh, <laughs> then uh, later on in the afternoon, like you said before, we've got the reunion of Juicy Product of Take On private party for House of Glory in Jamaica, Queens, New York. Uh, yeah, and then I got a bunch of other stuff just coming up. It's going to be it's gonna be real, real cool. Uh, looking forward to everything that's happening. I just qualified for Super Strong Style 16 for progress, so I'll be on there awesome. for the beginning of May. Um, obviously, let's all cheer for Jay Lethal to win his triple threat match at the Ring of Honor show so that... So that Sinclair Broadcasting doesn't show that they're completely scared of me. Uh, and they actually put the Ring of Honor Championship on the line when I wrestled Jay Lethal in Israel on uh, April 21st. I just made a really cool, uh, uh, well, I just made a big post, uh, kind of like my Progressive Jew Manifesto on my Facebook, Instagram, and my Twitter uh, and where I showed my brand new set of gear that I will be wearing for that match in Israel. So uh, check all that stuff out. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have any other shit to get in. Okay. No. Yeah, definitely go go check out the the gear. I did see that before we uh, before we started recording. Uh, pretty cool stuff. The split flag gear is top, really cool. top quality. Yeah, I was getting super excited to see that one. So. Uh well uh David you be careful this weekend I yeah. know we don't you know kick some win, ass kick some ass win some belts bring, yeah bring stuff uh to him if you, <laughs> and if you uh if you see him this weekend uh first off go buy his merch yeah uh secondly tell him you saw you tell him you heard him on the IndieCast uh we always we always like to know we're uh, we're being heard <laughs> yeah um, but uh everybody enjoy WrestleMania weekend I know it's That's a right. big one I know we have an extended show for us so exactly. uh it's a, it's a it's a long indie cast to go with a really long WrestleMania so Sorry. uh go go buy some <laughs> Red Bull and stuff everybody it's going to be a long one but it should be a fun one so uh until next time everybody uh I am as always Chad Allen I'm Shelly Allen uh and David Starr. And he's the product David Starr. I was going to say, I was going to say, am I doing this? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course you are. You're the fifth, you're the fifth Alec guest Baldwin. So, so, <laughs> the Alec Baldwin of our show. Exactly. Uh, until next time, Send everybody. Somebody. He always tell, he always tells you to take a step back and look at it, but we always say, Deuces! Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today 
at powerslam.tv. Greetings, everybody. Chad Allen here from the IndyCast. Um, well, I guess, obviously, they're listening to the show. Uh, here to talk to you about Phil Singer Games. Uh, I know you've probably heard us talk about it uh, before if you're a listener of the episode, but if you're not, Phil Singer Games for over 30 years has been the top wrestling card and dice role-playing style game that's on the market right now. An absolute blast to play uh, if you play the Champions of the Galaxy version, where you can pretend to be one of the many stars from the future and battle them out, to legends of uh, today from here on Earth with guys like Andre the Giant and the Road Warriors, or to the most recent independent up-and-comers. You can play any single one of them, or you can even play them against each other. It gives you the chance to have those dream matches you never thought you wanted to see until right this moment. And you can find out all about it on philsingergames.com. There are hundreds of wrestlers to choose from. Tell them the IndyCast sent you. Go to philsingergames.com. Just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you <laughs> fucker. Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Streep. We are. We're touching wieners. We're touching wieners professionally. What I am is a big, queer, stone-cold Steve Austin. Mom, save vagina.